Hello, good morning. It is a Thursday and it is the 22nd of December, so we are right, right up to celebrating Christmas. And I've had such a mixture of emotions about Christmas this year, right? This is why I wanted to put this podcast out just before Christmas. Um, I've had days where I just haven't really been feeling it at all, like literally going through the motions. And then I've had times where I'm like, oh, I am looking forward to this. So it's been fairly up and down. Um, reason why I wanted to put a podcast out literally a couple of days before is because I've been really looking into um, mental health, depression, anxiety, and I've been finding out that the time for suicide rates are the highest between the holiday of Christmas and New Year. So this is me putting something out in the cyber world that is hopefully going to make someone feel less alone and just to bring awareness to this. And I've been, like I said, I've been reading up and the book I've been reading at the moment, which I would really recommend, and it is totally like, it's touching my heart so much, this book. It's called Reasons to Stay Alive by Matt Haig. Now, I wanted to read a book on someone who'd experienced, you know, depression, suicidal thoughts. And I wasn't even looking for a guy to be the author. But I'm so, so glad that I picked um, this book with a male author because we do not hear enough in the media about men who suffer with depression, anxiety, suicidal thoughts. Now, reading the book... It makes sense as to why, because obviously men are less likely to talk about their mental health issues. Now, looking at the statistics, women are more likely to suffer from mental health disorders. I think it's twice as more likely, but men are four times more likely to take their own life due to depression. So this is a staggering statistic as well. Um, Reading the book, this is why... I like the book because it's giving me the factual information that I need so that we can get this out and we can get talking about it. But he also shares some really, really personal things that he's gone through and ways that he helped himself get out of it. Now, I'm going to be honest, I have not finished the book yet. I'm only like a quarter of a way through, but um, I'm definitely going to be talking more about this subject. Um, and I want to talk about mental health in children as well. Um and in men as well. But this is just a, a general, let's bring awareness to this subject because it does need to be talked about more. So the quote I found this morning, and I just, I love it so much. It's by Hakaruni Murakami by Kafta on the Shore. And it's, it's such a beautiful quote in this book. And I think it just, this is the kind of quote that when you're in the thick of it, This is the kind of thing that you need to hear to know. And this is the thing with depression. It's knowing that we all do get the ups and the downs. It's about hanging on through those downs because you will come out of it. You will come out of it. So the quote says, once the storm is over, you won't remember how you made it through, how you managed to survive. You won't even be sure, in fact, whether the storm is really over. But one thing is certain. When you come out of the storm you won't be the same person that walked in. And that is what the storm is all about. How beautiful is that to know that there is even, dare I say, there is actually like a reason for that storm. We might not understand it at the time, 
we don't even know if it's fully over but there is actually a reason for this being allowed which it boggles my brain that completely even saying that sentence because it's such a real thing like depression anxiety suicidal thoughts it's so so real and it's it's everywhere at the moment isn't it it's it's not uncommon. Um, again, looking at the statistics, one in five people will get depression at some point in their lives. Um, although obviously more than that will suffer from mental illness and antidepressants are on the rise everywhere. Iceland has the highest consumption, followed by Australia, Canada, Denmark, Sweden, Portugal and the UK. So twice as many women as men will suffer a serious bout of depression in their lives. Combined anxiety and depression is most common in the UK, followed by anxiety, post-traumatic stress disorder, pure depression, phobias, eating disorders, OCD and panic disorder. Women are more likely to seek and receive treatment for mental health problems than men as well. So very, very interesting statistics. Now, what can help? This is what I've been looking into as well. The most important thing is getting to talk to someone. Now, I'm not against taking medication for depression and it might be a case of you need to take some medication to stabilise yourself for a while. But the most important thing, like if you're taking a tablet, you also need to make sure that you are talking to people that are good for your mental health. I do advocate for professionals, but also not just that, knowing who is good in your life to talk to as well, knowing that you are not alone, reaching out to someone who will listen to you. The most important thing is when you feel like this, having someone that does not try and give you a solution. You don't need a solution at the time when you're feeling like that. You literally need someone to sit there and validate how you feel. And, you know, it doesn't... This is the thing, right? This reminds me of times that I went through when I lost someone that I loved very much and some people didn't know how to be with me at the time when that happened and they would literally cross the street because they didn't know what to say to me when I lost someone that I loved very much and the most important thing that I remember at that time was literally someone physically being there with me holding my hand not saying a word but just being there that meant everything to me. So sometimes I think we can get so worried that we're going to say the wrong thing. And this is on the other side of it. We can be so worried that we're going to say the wrong thing, that we end up avoiding it. And that could actually be very, very hurtful to the person who's going through it. Or we can try the toxic pos positivity, which is, oh, you'll be all right. You've got this. And it's just, it's dismissive. What we actually need is someone to sit with us in our pain and love us in our pain. And we might not feel very lovable at that moment because this isn't really like the best side of ourselves that we want to show to people. But at that time when we feel very vulnerable and raw and we're hurting, all we need is for someone to be there in our pain and to join us and to be with us in that moment. It doesn't matter what you're saying. You could just say, it's okay. And that's enough. We don't need solutions. We just need people to sit with us in our pain. And, and that's what it is. That's what will get you out of that. You need to be able to feel how you feel. And you need to reach out to someone 
who will be with you in that moment. And that, I think, is the key things because, honestly, this too shall pass. You're not always going to be feeling this low, but when your thought process is becoming consuming with the negative thoughts and the intrusive thoughts, it feels like that. It feels like it's never going to end, but it will end. It will end, and it's about knowing what to do when you're in that place. And like I say, just by speaking out, and saying how you feel, like it's okay not to be okay. It's okay to say I'm feeling really down at the moment and I don't know what to do about it and just to talk to someone about it. That's what's going to help. Now, I do feel like this is going to be a lot harder for men because men do not talk about their feelings as much and this is why even though they do suffer less with depression, they're more likely to act on these kind of low thoughts and low moods. And that's something that I'm going to be researching into in the new year because... How do we get men to talk more? I don't know the answer. I think we need to normalise it. I, I think what would help is to have some men speaking out about how they feel, how they got themselves out of a bad place as well. I think that would be really, really helpful and good. And I'm going to try and find some people who've been through that. But obviously it is more difficult for men to talk about it. And I just want to be more aware of that. And I know, like I say, even just by reading a quarter through of this book, I'm like, it struck me how much men do put on a brave face. And, you know, you would you would not know what's going on. Someone can smile and they could be hiding so much pain to the world. They could be going through so much. So let's just, again, let's not just assume that people are okay because they're smiling. Check in with the friends that are always smiling and seem really strong because we all have our fragile moments. So yes, people can mask depression and they can be going through so much more than you would ever, ever think just by what they are putting on and portraying to the world. So we need to have uncomfortable um, conversations as well. This is the other thing as well. It might feel, if you notice that someone does seem low in mood and they seem depressed, it's okay and we need to normalise having the conversation of, are you feeling suicidal? Now, that is uncomfortable. Like, how would you feel actually asking someone that? That is uncomfortable, isn't it? But we need to get used to having uncomfortable situations if we actually do want things to change. It's okay to ask that because the most important thing is getting the support and talking to someone. So we need to get used to having uncomfortable situations. It's okay. Let's normalise it. Let's talk about this. So... I'm sorry if you're thinking that this um, podcast is not a chirpy, happy Christmas podcast, but what I've been looking into is is very, very serious and we do need to have these conversations and we do need to talk about it. And again, this is something that, this is just, again, this is just the beginning. Like, I'm going to go back to the soulmate thing as well, by the way. Um, I really, really appreciate the feedback that I got. That was really, really awesome. I had quite a few people contact me and saying they really, really enjoyed it and it really helped them to to think about soulmates in that way. Um, and I will be doing more about that as well and I will be talking more about this as well, you know, as I read further into the book and more people, hopefully some people will talk to me as well about their experiences. I don't have to share names, but, you know, talking about this stuff, that's what changes the world. 
when we brush things under the carpet and everything's quite stigmatised, things aren't going to change and things do need to change. We have had a hard few years. This needs to be acknowledged and we all need to process what's happened in a healthy way because otherwise it's not good for us, it's not good for our children and we need to be the healthiest version that we can be. And it's, it's quite hard work to do that, but we need to be talking about it. So I would appreciate it if someone could, you know, come back to me with their thoughts, experiences. I don't have to, like I said, I don't have to name names or if someone wants to come onto the podcast to talk about mental health. I'd love that too. I'm looking into doing more collaborations in the new year as well. Um, that's something that I'm really excited about. So yeah, I do wish you all the best Christmas. Um, like I said, I know this has been a serious podcast, but it does need to be talked about. I hope that you create memories with your families, that you don't feel overwhelmed by all the stress and the pressures. Remember, I, I did a podcast this time last year about keeping everything really simple. And I think that's key. You know, you do not have to do traditions that make you feel stressed and tired. You're, if you're doing it out of obligation, what's the point anyway? Do the things that make you happy and your family happy and create new traditions that are just less stressful. Don't put all the pressure on yourself. So I hope that this helps people. I hope you have a wonderful Christmas and a very, very happy and blessed new year. I'm really, really looking forward to the new year. I've got some awesome projects coming up and I'm just looking forward to a new start, a fresh start. I'm feeling excited. I feel like 2023 some really awesome stuff is going to happen and I'm really really excited about that and I really hope and pray that you are too so god bless I'll be back again next year and thank you for listening to my podcast and tuning in god bless